Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. It's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking. Everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out. It's all he's asking. Over like Rover. He keeps it real. He's no joker. Original. He's no poser. No competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right. All right. Here we go. Monday. Monday. And we are live, live in the middle of New York City right here on the Taz Show. Thank you, everybody. For listening live or watching live right now at TazShow.com. Well, maybe you're listening live on your mobile device on an app. An app called the Radio.com app. You might be listening live there. Thank you. Or maybe you're listening to the audio on demand at Play.it, iTunes, Spotify, or TuneIn. Thank you for doing that. The podcast version, that is. And lastly, maybe you are all watching the video on demand, the VOD at TazShow.com. If you're doing that, much appreciated. Welcome all. It's going to be a uh, packed show, fun show right here. we we'll do a little spitball with sports in a little bit. I'm going to go over SummerSlam. Uh, not really predictions, just going to talk about what's on the horizon here for SummerSlam which is next Sunday. And uh, speaking of Sunday, I'm going to tease some potential news that might drop today, wink, wink, about Sunday after SummerSlam, immediately following. <clears throat> I will say nothing else there. Will you stop? And um, the other thing is you can call the show. That is a very simple process. Some of you might want to call the show, talk about SummerSlam or sports or anything else. And you might want to talk about this footage you see of the KFJ Seth that we're going to show. The hidden footage is finally made public and it will be public right here on the Taz Show. It is hysterical. The man basically punks out a Hall of Famer. It is tremendous. We rip Seth on a regular basis on the show and it's part of the gimmick. But I got to tell you, I was a little impressed with this slunker. What you're about to see in a little while here is going to shock you. You're going to see that bitch in this segment. You want to call the show? It's very easy. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial an 866-475-2948. 866-475-2948. Yes. All right. So we got all that out of the way. And welcome. So here we go. We're going to flow right into house cleaning. And uh, I want to get into what's going on this week or not going on in a 3 two, one it's time for Taz to do some house cleaning, tidying up all the schmutz and other bullshit on the Taz Show. I need a little more, that's all. All righty. So here we go, a little house cleaning action. So as you guys know, most of you guys know, okay, tomorrow, which is Tuesday. Okay, not today. Not today. Oh, uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, that is, Wednesday and Thursday, no live Taz Show. Now, what's going to happen is tomorrow will be part two, part two, okay? Friday was part one of the show with Katie Lindau. And tomorrow will be part two. Test one, two. There you go, perfect. Now, uh, tomorrow will be part two. 
of the Taz Show, maybe that you missed, or with the contest when we gave away the warehouse headphones. It was a very fun show. Katie was live right here next to yours truly, and we had a good time. So it was a three and a half hour show on Friday, so we split it in half. Basically, we had to do that. Uh, now, tomorrow, uh, you should watch the show because I give some information. In the beginning, fresh information, new information that I will give, I should say, that you haven't seen yet. Let's put it that way. So tomorrow's show, at least watch or listen to it. At least the very beginning. If you don't download the whole thing, that's fine. There'll be some new content at the tippy top of the show tomorrow. That'll be, that's tape. See, I'm honest. I don't see that in a lot of you. But we're going to tape something. I'm going to give some information about something that might happen after SummerSlam at 11 p.m. Again, can't say what it is. Not allowed yet. But there might be some news that gets dropped today about that. Okay? Wink. Wink. Oh, yeah. That's really good. Did that work? Yeah. Okay. Yes, Dennis Jones. No. Timber! Wink, I, think you, I think you handled that. So the wink. Marvelously. Watch the video. Watch the video. Ready? One, two, three. No, three, two, one. Uh, ah. The hat kind of provides some shade. Hold on. Now, yep. Why are you throwing me out shade, bro? Why did you give me shade? Watch. Ready? Perfect. And then like a shooting star comes across. Boosh! Those not watching the video are like, why do we hear that thing from the sound effects store? Shut up. Watch the video. Stop crying all the time. No one hates people who complain. Big bamboozle before Brooklyn, kids. Big bamboozle. What percentage you at, Taz? Where you at? Is he all for something you do at CBS? They can let you do it? Can he get you in the big man studio? 99.2%, Dennis. Did you realize this? 99.2. We are so close to getting this done on Friday, and I hope it does, because I will be embarrassed. We have a special guest in the studio. WWE Hall of Famer, first time ever in studio with yours truly on the Taz Show. And we're talking about good old JR, Jim Ross. Yes, we'll be on the Taz Show this coming Friday on the Big Bamboo before Brooklyn. Now, hopefully, when JR's here, there's the graphic. When JR's here, he will be live right here. In, well, actually, we'll be in the Big Boy studio for the Big Bamboo before Brooklyn on Friday, live. So, JR will be on the show regardless. Hopefully, we're in the big studio. Katie Lindahl, okay, Katie, Nerd. she also will be live in studio, Worlds Will Collide, and lastly, Mike Johnson, yes, Mike Johnson, um, who unfortunately begged to be on the Big Bamboos before Brooklyn, live on my show, Dennis, he did beg. Uh, beg is putting it mildly, groveled, demanded. It was. It was bad. I mean, be a man, right or wrong. Yeah, you know what well, I mean? like, it wasn't a good performance by Mike. Jeez, Mike. I mean, you you know, Tez, I heard that you're doing a special, I and I, you know, I'm here every Tuesday. Why am I not in the studio? Like, come on, Mike. Really? You're gonna do that? Seriously? And then I, I had to hear from Mr. Pimento about it. Oh yeah, Friday afternoon. Who's this other guy? Well, he goes, Who's this guy, the reporter guy that's new on the show? Who's this guy? I go, Mike Johnson, he's been on. Because I never heard him on the Why is he going on the big bamboo? I go, Mr. Pimento, Mike Johnson's been on every Tuesday in the PW Insider Report 
from the beginning of the show, over 430-something episodes. I don't give a fuck who he is. That's what he said, right? Pimento, he's a heel. I don't know him. You, you do his voice very well. Yeah. You got to have somehow a meeting one day, a mock meeting with Mr. Pimento and Seth. Not today. Not today, another day. Not today. Okay. Well, we got a lot to get to with me. Don't worry. Fuck you, Sergeant Martin Drama. <laughs> See, these are not curses when Mr. Pimento talks. Y you don't know what he's saying. It's everything starts with a B. Dude, <laughs> Mr. Pimento shirt is good. That's coming. That is coming. Big cheese. Just a big walrus face prick. I mean that in a nice way, sir, if you're listening. Anyway, um, no off the hooks this week. Sorry, no off the hooks. No one cares. Uh, that's not happening. All right, again, before I get to the phones and talk about SummerSlam, and again, I got a spitball with sports here too. I need some help from the uh, video, uh, the audio producer, you, Dennis. Uh, should I um, get into this breaking footage of Seth, this hidden footage that we finally have of Seth, the former producer of the Taz Show and the lead producer of CBS Radio? Well, he's not the lead producer of CS Radio. He's the lead producer of Play.it. Play.it. That's kind of like... I'll give you an example this time. <laughs> Let's talk about the Yankees. I'll give you an example. It's like the New York Yankees who actually <laughs> lost yesterday <laughs> to the Red Sox. Mets won. Subway Series is happening shortly here today. Anyway, I digress. So, let's say you, are, you, you work for the Yankees and you're the manager of the Trenton Thunder. You familiar with the Trenton Thunder? Yes, I am. Double A. And you're more or less, you're not the manager of the Trenton Thunder. How about we do this? Let me, let me back that up. You are the assistant strength coach for the Trenton Thunder. Yeah, it's about set. Yeah. And now you go around and say, I work for the Yankees. How would he do it? Well, you know, technically I do work for the Yankees. They sign my checks. So for you to just to diminish my assistant stretching <laughs> coordinator role is very belittling. So, that's like being the lead producer of Play.it. It's like being, saying you work for the Yankees and you're the assistant strength coach to the assistant of his assistant for the Trenton Thunder. That just got me all over. My boss is here at Play.it, which is not Mr. Pimento. He's above all of that. Right or wrong? Oh, way Mr. Pimento. I don't think Mr. Pimento. Yeah, well, I don't want to say that. It's not, it's caused a lot of problems in board meetings. And Mr. Pimento will bang a table and throw a bottle of water across the table. I've seen it happen. He gets crazy, bro. Huge, huge man. He gets bigger every day. I digress. So, um, look at, should we do this spitball with sports? Or not? Maybe I can't follow. I'm going to do spitball. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to do spitball with sports. Let's get out of this. House cleaning's done. I'm going to do spitball with sports. And right from there, segue into going with uh, Seth and this hidden footage of Seth, which is just tremendous. Um, so, uh, spitball with sports. We'll do that in a three, two, one. Nobody provides wrestling insight quite like Dabs, but he's more than just a wrestling expert. He's breaking down the big game, the X's and O's, giving you the hardball analysis you won't find anywhere else. He's knocking it out of the park. Jeez, did you use enough cliches there? <laughs> the Taz Show presents Spitballing with Sports. <laughs> just stick to wrestling. Tremendous. So, never gets old. <laughs> All right, so uh, we will talk a little rats in a little while here with SummerSlam Chatter uh, in a few minutes. Uh, first off, uh, we're getting a little baseball talk. Not just Mets Yankees. I, I, I feel bad. I haven't been talking about others. I, I started to finally, 
talk about other teams, give some info. So I will do that in this episode also. But speaking of the Mets, let's talk about the Mets. Uh, the Mets, the Mets, my Mets, beat the Phillies in Philly 6-2, to two, taking 3-4 three to four over the weekend in the Philadelphia. Mike uh, Conforto, the man that people were saying, why is he not starting? And Terry Collins, that dummy, uh, wouldn't even put him in the starting lineup. Uh, it just seems like the middle of the beginning of the season. Remember that, Dennis? Yeah, yeah he, I mean, he should. Conforto, I can admit, is a Yankee fan. Conforto's good. He's real good. 26th home run of the year in the first inning yesterday. How about Grandy, as they call him? Curtis Grandison with a bomb. Two-run homer in the third inning, his 17th home run. Uh, pitcher Chris Flexen, he's Flexen. Uh, he pitched five innings, gave up six hits, two earned runs, four walks, and five strikeouts. So he had a good out. I like the kid flexing. I said that last week. I like him. He's got some juice to him, man. He does. Speaking of juice, or lack thereof, the Yankees, yes, the Yankees lost in 10 innings uh, to the Red Sox. Yes. Now, I you know, I will root for the Yankees. Uh, I, I hope that they go into the World Series. I do. And whenever they play the Red Sox, I just hope they win because the Red Sox always bitch and cry about everything. Just like the Patriot fans, just the same people, basically. There's like 20 people that are Red Sox fans and Yankee fans, and that's all they have. And they just bitch and cry about the same shit over and over again. Day, night, cold, hot. It never ends. They're always crying up in Boston. Always crying, okay? So, but, you know what? They're not crying today because they beat the Yankees in 10 innings. And the uh, Red Sox won two of three uh, over the Yankees uh, So uh, this past weekend. So, uh... Boston rookie, I, I saw this. It was uh, tied up, and uh, what's his name? Chapman came in throwing mad gas. That means he was throwing the ball hard, folks, fastballs. 102, 103 miles an hour, and Rafael Devers hit a friggin' game tie. Actually, well, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. The Yankees were winning the game 2-1, to one, bottom of the ninth, closer extraordinaire. Chapman comes in. He can't seal a deal. He strikes out uh, Ramirez, correct? Correct. On three. Three pitches. I think it was three. Like high heat. Fairly easily. Fairly easily. Throwing mad gas. Big time heaters. In comes this kid, Devers. Rookie Jones. Whiffs at the first one. I don't know what happened. And then, then, then. Next thing you know, Dinger. Boom. Hits a giant home run. Takes uh, Chapman deep to the deepest part of Yankee Stadium. Correct, Dennis? Left center is the deepest part. And it was. That's called knowing your shit. That's what I did. It was a rocket. It was a monster shot. You must have just thrown up your nachos when that happened. I'm sure you burped it up or something. I wasn't eating nachos. No, you were drinking beer probably. Or hard liquor or whatever because you seem like you're hungover. But uh, basically, the home run was a tied up deal. You know, look, and then uh, Chapman, uh, you know, he hadn't give up. I don't know where I read this or heard it. He hadn't give up. That a, was his a home first home run, run to a lefty since. Okay, so you're just gonna upcut my, my content. You're just gonna upcut me. You want? Go ahead. It was his first home run since 2011, given up to a lefty, and I learned yesterday too. What? Why was I not saying this? The pitch was 102.8 miles per hour. It was the fastest pitch that ever got hit for a home run. You know how close? Screw you, Boston. You know how close I am to getting up from this chair and walking out of here right now. 99.2%. Okay. You could do it. <laughs> so then what happens is Chapman gives it up. So tie game, blown save, fourth blown save of the year. What happens the next inning? Joe Girardi brings him back out for another inning. And what does he do? Walks a guy, gives up a hit, 
walks another guy. Now there's, now there's. You run- shouldn't upcut the host. It's bad for business. All right. So now the base is loaded. Right. Girardi right. brings in. Uh, why am I blanking on who? I forgot oh, who came. Keep it up. You're doing awesome. You sound awesome. Thank you. you Tommy. Like uh, shit, actually. You need to learn how to be a pro, sir. You need to learn how to be a pro. You should never upcut anyone, nevertheless, the guy who's showed us. I'm making a point of info that wasn't given to me by my producer, which is you, correct? I believe so. I'm giving info from my research, and then you're like, oh, shit, wait. Oh, I know, I, oh, I, I know this, so I'm going to say it. What do you think you're dealing with here? A rookie? What are you doing? <laughs> Come on, bro. Be better than that. Be better than that. Unbelievable. Aaron Judge is still in a slump. 30 straight games, at least one strikeout. Not good. I called it. I actually hope the kid gets out of the slump. I feel bad for him. So now the Yankees and the Mets will play in a Subway Series starting today, I believe. So we'll see how that goes. The Marlins. Miami Marlins. Investors agree to purchase the Miami Marlins for $1.2 billion. And Derek Jeter, I guess he's got enough money now. He's among the group of investors. $25 million stake. Wow, it's crazy stuff. Speaking of the Marlins, right fielder Giancarlo Stanton hits his 42nd home run Sunday, trying, uh, tying, I should say, the Marlins record for the most in a season. Gary Sheffield in 1996. I remember Sheff, he was a stud. You know, and the thing is with this Marlins thing, I tell you, it's interesting because you got to just imagine if you're the manager or any coach, she's uh, the GM, whoever, of the Marlins, you got a Derek Jeter floating around wearing a, a turquoise and black tie and a black suit, and he's he's the office now. <laughs> Derek Jeter, ugly, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, and now he's one of your owners. Holy crap. I feel bad for these coaches. The hell you, these GMs, what are they going to do? They, they just listen to Jeter. We'll let him run the whole thing. Just get out of the way. Everybody just quit. You don't need nobody else. You got Derek Jeter running shit. You kidding me? Bad injury to a great player, Bryce Harper from the Nationals, the right fielder. I saw this a couple times. He was run down to first base. He jammed. He buckled his knee up. Bone bruise. Uh, he slipped kind of at first. He buckled his knee. It looked like he blew his knee out. This is against the Giants on Saturday. Uh, are they saying how long he's going to be out? Anybody know? Do you know? Indefinitely. Oh, wow. So. That's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, 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 you saw this, right? How he buckled it? It was nasty. Yeah, it looked. The fact that it's only a bone bruise is I very know, Because it looked bad. See, the bone bruise thing, though, the thing is it's, you know, it sounds minimal, which it kind of is, but it's painful. It hurts. I've had one. It hurts a lot. You can't run. You just can't. It's impossible to move quickly with a bone bruise. On uh, some college football uh, chatter here, uh, real quick. Foot, uh, football. This is. I said. I said that already. I'm redundant now. Damn it. Back and messed up. <laughs> Let's talk a little college football for a second. The Florida Gators suspend seven players for their opening game uh, against uh, Michigan, the Wolverines. That is for making improper charges on their university student IDs at the school bookstore and then selling those items for cash. Okay. Well, I, you know, so let's see. They use their student ID, and I guess that means they, it's improper because they get a discount with student ID, right? That must be what this means. 
and then they sold us. So let's say they buy a hat, a Florida Gator hat, right? And the hat is normally whatever, $24.99. And now you use your student ID. What kind of discount do you think you get with student ID? 10 to 15%, I would guess. That, that much, right? So now does that mean they went and they sold it for like 35 bucks after they only spent? That's cool. They're making a profit, right? Can't do that in the NCAA. <laughs> Can't do that with the Gators. No, I know, I know. I'm joking, but that's heavy right there. Careful. You got to be smart, guys. Just, just buy the hat and wear a hat. Run around with the hat. Don't sell it. It's that simple. Buy a hat. Okay. Uh, the Raiders, Marshawn Lynch and uh, Seahawks, Michael Bennett, defensive uh, end of tackle, I believe this. Both at separate times sat down for the national anthem before respective uh, preseason games over the weekend. So obviously we saw a lot of this with uh, Colin Kaepernick last year and then a lot of the players and stuff. And, you know, uh, me personally, my personal opinion, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't, I don't think it's cool. I don't agree with it and stuff. I, I understand everything that's going on in our country. I try not to get into ethical views or political views or especially this weekend. There were some horrific things that happened in Charlottesville which were appalling and disgusting. Uh, but, um, you know, without getting into detail, because that's not what my show's about, there's plenty of other programming out there you can hear that stuff. So I'll, I'll take you away from that and, give, and let you up a little bit. But um, Marshawn Lynch was, uh, you know, uh, Jack Del Rio, the head coach of the Raiders, his coach, Lynch's coach, went to him and said, yo, what's the deal? And uh, there's actually some uh, audio, we don't have it here, but of Jack Del Rio talking about his conversation with Marshawn Lynch. And uh, basically saying to him, uh, dude, I, I believe in uh, our flag and all this jazz, and I can't force you, but what's the deal? And Lynch said to Del Rio, apparently, you know, I've been sitting, I've been doing this all the time. I do this all the time. I, I don't, you know, I've been doing this, I guess, since he's on the Seahawks, he's kind of saying. So if he's doing it, I don't think anybody knew that he was doing it. No one's ever really talked about it. Marshall Lynch is a little bit of a quirky guy, as, anybody, as most people know, beast mode himself. So, you know. I don't really know what the deal is with that. So that's the deal on that. So uh, there is your, uh, oh, oh, one more thing. Uh, 24-year-old golfer Justin Thomas in golfing news. Uh, Justin uh, Thomas wins the first major capturing a PGA championship with a score of eight under par. No one cares. That's impressive. It's almost as good as me on you know, playing mini golf. I mean, I, I pop, pop like a son bitch. People know that. So I've talked in the past about my uh, my outing. Dennis, you remember? I mean, I was how... Shot phenomenal. a 36. That's right. That's right. And it was, uh, yeah, uh, just beast. I remember the moment by the, the what I told you about, the big ovation, and, and, and I got the hole in one. What, hole five? No. No, oh, I can't remember. Hole, hole nine? Was it nine? It was Ant, an, do you remember that? It was Ant? an odd number. Ant, don't remember. I believe it was nine. Look at Ant. Wow. Interesting. And they say... That you lose your memory. <laughs> anyway, uh, so with that, Jack Larry, before I get to the phones, before uh, we do all the stuff, um, should we play the footage or come back from break with the footage? I think we tease it now. Okay, good idea. So basically, this is the deal. So, Seth, you guys remember Seth, you know, producer of the Taz show. Can't that, forget me. Okay, we got that. We got that graphic, right? Can you put that graphic up with Ricky Henderson and Seth? 
if you have it, when you get a oh, chance. It's coming. All right, so here's the deal, right? So there it is right there. And the question says, do these two guys actually have something in common? So it's Ricky Henderson, old school baseball card, uh, and Seth uh, Nyman, uh, the KFJ, and his baseball card. Which is tremendous. Uh, it says, watch tomorrow's show. That's today's show. Not today. I mean today. That is today. Of uh, And you'll see the lost footage. So what the hell is going on here? Well, I'll tell you what's going on. We found some footage of Seth. I think this is from not this weekend, last weekend, right? The footage? Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, it's, it's current footage, right? Yes. Right, it's current footage of Seth, who, uh, as you know, is an amazing athlete. Amazing. Stop! And at least he'll tell you he is. He's always in the gym training. He's 100, what's he, 145, 150 pounds. Ooh, you're being generous. Soaking but... wet with a brick in his pocket. So, yeah. So, Seth is, uh, you know, we, his nutrition's on par. We know that, right? He eats very healthy, right? He's eating kale. He's eating bok choy. Mm. Uh, yes, he's, he's eating scallions with egg whites. He stays off the carbs. He's eating grain. He blows out his ass like blow out at Yucca Flats. He's always eating healthy. Uh, he drinks a lot of water. He's always got to stay hydrated. He tells me all the time, you got to stay hydrated, Taz. Love you at the big thermos. That's what he says. The big thermos, Taz. He loves his thermos. I do, too. It's a nice thermos. Got to stay hydrated. I know, but well, I know, buddy. It's all about hydration, Seth. You've heard him, right? Yeah, you know, you should really drink more water. <laughs> You're made up of 70% of it, your body is, and you really need to replenish your fluids. <laughs> so, yes, is, um, you would think a guy like Seth, all of the good nutrients he eats and vitamins and how healthy he eats, he doesn't drink, he doesn't do the hard drugs, he does light drugs. No, I kid, I'm joking. He doesn't do hard drugs, he doesn't do drugs in general. You would think a guy like this would have a better complexion, better skin, you know? His skin really is kind of like, oh, yucky. I mean, hopefully he's not hearing this. But, like, you actually think he'd be a better-looking guy, if you think about it. Like, if he was eating that healthy, like, he would look better, you know? I mean, if you put that graphic up again, uh, and of the, I don't know if you could zoom in. You probably can, of the, the baseball card, Seth's baseball card. We could see his face there. I mean, even his facial hair. I don't know what's going on there, dude. I mean, like, so, all those nutrients, you would think he would have better hair growth and not patchy. It looks like he's holding in a fart there. Yeah, well, he's, he's actually on cans, as they call it in the business, headphones with a microphone in front of him. This is an old picture when he was the actual producer. He wanted that used for his baseball card. So I digress. So we have this footage of <laughs> Seth where it is just tremendous. Now, Dennis, you saw the footage. I did, yes. Level 1 to 10, 10 being hysterical, what number is this in your opinion? Uh, it's at least a 7 for me. 7? I don't want to say 10 because that, like, that 10's high praise. It's at least a set. It's probably in the eight, nine range. It's, it's up there, brother. It's I the, mean, it, to me, it's in that nine range. It's not, you're not going to witness something that's like a quick video and you're laughing. It says, we're going to show the whole thing. I don't know, roughly, what, what's it, probably five minutes? This, it's a whole Around segment. Around there, yeah. yeah um, it's, all, it's a whole segment. It's and, 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 dude, we're running the whole segment. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I don't care if fans don't like it. I, I love it, and it's hysterical. And it's from, like I said, thank you last weekend. Uh, maybe we should go to break now, come back from break, and we'll play the footage and then get into some SummerSlam talk. Before we get into break, I just want to say one thing um, on a serious tip. Uh, legendary Ric Flair, as you guys know, he's, uh, most of you guys know, he's in, he's been hospitalized. He's They thought initially it was just for some testing. Apparently he's got some issues with his heart. Uh, thoughts and prayers uh, for the Nature Boy. Um, nature's a great man. He's tough as hell. 
He'll power through this, trust me. And um, uh, nature thinking of you, buddy. And um, uh, hang in there, man. And uh, a big woo for the nature boy. Be right back on the Taz Show. A new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get rolling here with the next three segments of this Monday edition, a packed Monday edition of the Taz Show. We'll get into that footage, that hidden footage. We're gonna show you that whole segment that happened, I think, a week or two ago. Very current footage, we'll get to that here shortly, of Seth making a Hall of Famer just look horrible, completely embarrassed. I have a whole new respect for Seth after this, embarrassed a Hall of Famer to the level that I could not believe with my own eyes. Um, you know, I'm gonna, uh, I, 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 I can't wait to show the footage. We're going to do that here in a few seconds. Uh... Yeah, it's 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 stark. When I saw it, I, I couldn't believe my eyes. I know I heard a lot of scuttlebutt for the past couple weeks about this. Again, it's new topical footage. <laughs> we'll get we'll get into that here in a second or two. But first, uh, let me get to a call or two here. Tommy, uh, hello, Tommy in Springfield, Missouri. You're on the Taz show. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Man? Hey, good moment, Taz. I love uh, the show. I love the crew. You guys are the greatest. Thank you, Hammer. Uh, Appreciate that. No problem there. Been a big fan of you guys for a while. Thanks, man. Uh, I know, Taz, you're a wrestling purist, and you came from a time when we had the territories, and, uh, you know, good good when wrestling was taken very seriously. Uh, there was an incident that happened about a week ago. I just want to get your thoughts and opinions since you worked with both these uh, competitors at one point of your yeah. life. Uh, Mick Foley and uh, Joey Ryan. Yeah. With the whole uh, dick flip incident. Right. Uh, wrestling purists are kind of upset about this, especially for a legend like Mick Foley to take a bump for such a ridiculous spot. Uh, we all know wrestling's a work, but I still think it should be taken seriously. Right. And, uh, you know, in the whole, you know, entertainment thing and people <clears throat> getting pretty, you know, yeah. the kicks about that. Well, uh, since you know Joey Ryan and his style and yeah. you've worked with him personally, TNA, and you yeah. know Mick Foley, and he's been always a goofball anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the whole pulling the sock out of his pants and everything. But to me, he's taking so much toll to his body and sacrifice just to do the spot. It feels like it's kind of. Well, look, I know. It's, uh, first yeah. of all, it's, it's, I, I, I respect what you're saying and uh, about the business and respect of it. And I came up very old school, you know, but, um, you know, I, I, and I, during my career, my most success was being a serious competitor. Uh, right. But at times, even though I was serious, I would bring, uh, at times, especially in ECW, sometimes you would see me do some comedic stuff at times, sarcastic, funny, funny stuff you wouldn't expect, but just to show my personality. And, and uh, But the thing is, I, I know Mick and I know Joey, to your point, pretty good. I haven't right. talked to Joe in a while on Mick. They've both been on my show in the past. I've worked with Joey and done business with Joey and TNA. And uh, obviously Mick I know for geez, since we first both started when he got trained by Danucci, <laughs> Danucci and I got trained by Rod. So we go way back, Mick and I. You know, he's a fellow Long Islander and stuff, and I have nothing but respect for both those guys. Now, right. 
Joey Ryan, I got to tell you, that whole spot with the five, I'll call it a five-on-two spot, and someone will hack it, <laughs> so it's five-on-two. Uh, for yeah. those that don't know what I mean, you can figure it out. Just to be, uh, you know, the five-on-two spot is a um, – very innovative, I got to say, by Joey. Not my style. Um, uh, if I was still wrestling, I probably wouldn't do the spot with him. Uh, I, um, Joey's gimmick is, uh, if I don't, don't know, Joey's has built a great brand for himself, being that his whole gimmick is the sleeves. For those that don't know, uh, Tommy, I'm assuming you know, he's got yeah. the whole King of Sleaze thing. He's sleazy. He's King like a style. King of Boss. Yeah. He's like a porn guy. Like, that's yeah. his gimmick. He's just, you know, uh, it's, it's innovative. It's good. Uh, the five-on-two spot, it's different. I mean, it gets a lot of attention. For the independent scene, um, you know, the first time he did it, the thing blew up on Twitter, didn't it? It blew up on social media? It did. It blew up on social media. Then, like, wrestlers that were known, like Cody Rhodes and now Mick Foley doing it. It's like right, right. Jim Cornette's pretty up in the roar of it. Right, and, right. I understand that. I understand uh, both sides of it. Um, now, for Mick to do – I haven't talked to Mick about this. I mean – Am I mad at Mick or disappointed in Mick that he did this spot? No, that's Mick's prerogative. I mean, listen, let me tell you something, Tommy. Years ago, guys, yeah. wrestlers, wrestling purists, old school guys, were furious and hated Mick Foley. Okay, because they hated Mick Foley because they felt like he was doing these crazy spots and, you know, jumping off stuff and doing these crazy dangerous things and killing his body. And a lot of old school wrestlers hated his guts because they felt like he was exposing the business. You know, yet, yet Mick was being innovative and getting himself over and bringing different eyes and a different attraction to the business. I looked at Mick as always being innovative. I never felt like that about Mick. And, you know, uh, and, and but I'm telling you, and you probably didn't know that, but a lot of guys did not like Mick many years ago. I can tell you that. I mean, uh, veterans that were veterans to me and Mick didn't like him. And that they didn't like him personally, they didn't like his style. So Mick has always prided himself on being a little different, a little innovative, and Mick evolving with, with time. Now he's retired, but going out right. there again and probably got a good payday to do this, this show that he was on. And, uh, you know, for him to still be us talking about him in the ring doing something with a guy like Jerry Ryan who's in his prime, I mean, from a business perspective, to keep yourself hot, he does the five-on-two, it's entertainment. I mean, uh, do I have a problem with it? I, I actually don't. And 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 I don't. I mean, and and if Jimmy Cornette has a problem with that's cool. Jim Jim has his uh, you know his 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 opinions, and and I have mine. And Jim was just on the show here recently. I love Jim. Right. right. Uh, but but I we don't have to agree on things. I'm not saying that if I was if I was the booker of that show and jo and I knew Joey wanted to do that spot with Mick, I would have probably said ah, I don't know about that. This is Mick Foley. This guy's a legend. I don't think we should right. do that, ba ba ba. Unless Mick said, "No, no, I want to do it. It's good for my attention. It's good for Joey. It's good for the people in attendance. It's about the show. It's about the entertainment of it. it this is entertainment first and foremost, you know, Tommy. So, right. uh, I, I don't, I don't think anyone should have any less respect for Mick for this. Um, but that's just my perspective, you know. I'm just giving my opinion, okay? Thank you, Taz. I appreciate your opinion, and I appreciate your perspective since you was able to work with both yes, Joey sir. and Mick. And, yes. Uh, yeah, I appreciate your time, and congratulations for Friday. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. And don't forget about Sunday. That could be going down, too, my friend. Thank you, Tommy. I appreciate that. Okay. Speaking of having fun, it's time to have fun at someone else's expense, and that's Seth. So, I'll take a little sip there. So, here's the deal. This footage now. How new is this footage? Just a, like a week old, two weeks old, right? This, uh, fairly fr within the month. Because what th most people don't know, Seth is still in college. Actually, he still hasn't graduated. He's 
he uh, moonlights, and he's trying to get his degree still. He goes to the University of Tampa, and he works here at the same time. So let's go to some brand new footage. Without any further ado, let's get rid of rock and roll here. Okay, this is, you're going to laugh your ass off. I kid that it just happened. It's, it's old footage. It's hidden footage. You'll get the drift right away. I don't have to walk you through this. I'll be ready, Dennis. We are. And roll them. And now it's time for this week's Sports Quest Fantasy, and our fantasy contestant is Seth Nyman. Seth, how are you? Good. How are you, Larry? I understand you're a big <laughs> baseball fan. Yeah, I sure am. Where are you from? West Orange, New Jersey. What are you doing down here in the Tampa Bay area? I'm going to school at the University of Tampa. I understand you have a uh, fantasy you'd like to fulfill. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to steal off a big league catcher. Well, I'll tell you what, we might be able to fix that because we got we not only have a big league catcher, we have one of the best ones here in, in Craig Biggio. Craig, Seth, I'd like you to meet Seth. Okay. How you doing, Seth? Nice to meet now, you. Hold nice on, can we, we pause well, right yeah. here? So, so Craig Biggio, for those that aren't baseball fans, I, I don't think you, you can leave that up there. That's fine. Don't, don't, just leave that on the screen. I don't know if you guys realize, for those that aren't baseball fans, like who the catcher, who Craig Biggio is, okay? Craig Biggio is in, is in the, I almost said WWE, in, the, uh, in Cooperstown. He's in the in Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Okay, he's in New York. He's from Long Island. Okay, um, um, he is a. Uh, uh, he played for most of his success. Was, I don't know if he, he played for the Astros for years, but did he go anywhere else? Or did he just stayed with the his Astros. His entire career. His entire career. Uh, unbelievable player, Craig Biggio. Number seven. Okay, he was a stud. And there's Seth with the big bush hair on the left, looking like a wet noodle. Okay, College Jones. And this guy in the middle, that I don't know who he is. He's like suave. Hey, hey, what's up? Who is that guy? Larry Boa. That's Larry Boa. He, dude, that's Larry Boa for the Phillies. The, I Craig didn't know Biggio, Larry Boa. Craig Biggio came up in the Phillies system and got traded before I didn't he broke know in. Know that but Larry Boa. That's Larry Boa. He was a great player, number eleven. Managed but, managed the Phillies. Uh, for yes, a while. but it was a great player. I mean, mm-hmm. He played shortstop a second, middle infielder, something like that. Yeah, yeah that's Larry Bow. I didn't know that. He's very suave. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, you're thinking that good, huh? So now watch the shenanigans. What happens here? Seth, young young schoolboy Seth at University of Tampa, is going to try and steal on Craig Biggio, who is in the Cooperstown Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. This is tremendous shit right here. If you're not watching the video, it, it's still great to just hear, but you gotta watch the video. Let's check it out. Got it. I think you can steal off this guy. This guy throws out some of the best guys in baseball. Well, I've seen him throw, and I figure by the time his throw gets to second, I'll be sitting on the base reading today's paper. Wow. <laughs> what, <is this? laughs> what do you think? I don't second. know. I think he should drop out of school and uh, <laughs> pick up professional baseball if he's that good. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to let you try to fulfill this fantasy, but I've seen this guy throw, and I would have to say uh, chances are not real good. But we're going we're gonna to get it on wow. right here. All he's called right? Seth right. Okay, right there. Just you're a job, kid. Look at Seth. Saggy <laughs> nice sweats. Nice sweat, Seth. Cheap bastard. Bust this. All right, man, let's get it on. Look at the batter. Please get in here. Come on now. Here Look we go. Sixth grade. Good lead, Seth. We're going to try to get him now. Get him in there. You think he's going to make it or what? I can't let him get naked. What the? Get off. Whoa! Let's do that one more time. Good jump. Hold on. Stop it. Um. Right there, you hit Larry Bowling. He goes, let's do that one more time. You know why? They didn't expect that to happen. No, no. <laughs> Seth stole and was safe on freaking Craig Biggio. And Larry Bowling backtracked Jones. He said, well, let's do that one more time. He like he mumbled it. Why they would even air this? I don't know, because this wasn't live. He said, and Seth said, he's like, you know, they edited the whole thing. I mean, they, they didn't know. He said, they, they aired the whole thing. And, and Unedited. Let's do that again. And, and and but hold on, but look at that pause you got right there. Oh, Seth yeah. 
Look Isn't at that, that just a natural, gr- just the way he he's like, kind of like a Deion Sanders, like you know, like Ooh, he, prime time. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of like that. He runs like in football terms, like Barry Sanders, like you know, he's kind of like uh, he's kind of like uh, yeah, like that. But look at him, he's uh, Wet Noodle Jones. Look at Seth. Look at that pause. He's looking back at Larry Bowie. He's looking back at BJ. Like, yeah, you damn right. I just stole on your biatch. Are you gonna do it again now, right? I believe so. Oh yeah, he does. Watch this. There we go. Gave him a tough pitch to throw there. Yeah, he gave me that low one inside one. You got to give him that one out over the plate. Okay, so now let's pause this one more time. So you see what just happened. So the kid on the mound, it looks like a high school kid. So Biggio and Boa are bitching to the kid. Ah, you gave me a shitty pitch, kid. That's why I couldn't throw him out. Are you kidding me? This is Seth, the KFJ, and you're Craig Biggio. You need a perfect pitch to throw out Seth? What is he, freaking Lou Brock? Are you kidding me? He's all of a sudden, he, he, he's, he's freaking, he, he's Mickey Rivers. He's, he's, he, he's, he's Mookie Wilson on the base pads. Give me a break. <coughs> hey, are you catching all this? I am. I will say this, the pitcher didn't even try to hold him on. Well, dude, it's, a, it's Larry, it's, it's, it's Craig Biggio and Seth. Yeah, but I would have picked Seth off, though, before he even oh, stole. Oh, God, this guy, he wants to, all of a sudden, he's like John Candelario on the mound. <laughs> uh, <it's, laughs> uh, let's keep going for the old school names of it. There we go. Take go. two. All right, here we go now. Here we go. Oh, I love this. That's enough. You say left the year, I say now. Look, he's doing baseball chat. You heard him? Biggio? Look at Seth. Got him! No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, good try, Seth. Good job. Oh, shit. He was safe. <laughs> All right. Head first, Mickey. Good throw, Ricky Henderson. Right. Look at this. Look at this. Seth, nice try. That was a good nice try. Nice try. Let's take another look at that on the instant replay. <laughs> he goes, nice try. He was safe. Love I love the, the music. I, we need this music, dude. I'm not kidding. Head first, like Ricky Henderson. Look at that. Safe. Dude, he was safe. It was close. Dude, it shouldn't be that close. No, it shouldn't. Craig Biggio. Well, the crew here is questioning my umpiring ability, but see? I call him the way I see him. him. Well, that's all we have time for this week, and I'd like to thank our fantasy contestant, Seth Nyman. <laughs> I hope we were able to make his fantasy a reality. I'd also like to thank fantasy. our field assistants from the University of Tampa, <laughs> and a special thank you to the youngsters of the Clearwater Little League. Is, is there, like, <laughs> what do they call it? A fantasy? Fantasy for 20-year-olds. 20-something. <laughs> like, what are you doing, Seth? He goes, oh, we made his My fantasy. dream is to steal off a major league catcher. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that dream <laughs> sailed about 15 years ago, Bob. 12 years old. You know, and, and Larry Boas says, um, hopefully we made his fantasy reality. You know what, Larry? You know what you guys can make my fantasy reality and take Seth back to Tampa <laughs> on the base pads. Let's go see the rest of this thing and end it and we're done here. An extra special thanks to Craig Biggio for sharing all those great pro tips with us. What? I'm Larry Boa oh, saying goodbye for now and don't forget to join us again next week and remember, don't give up your sports quest. Okay, man, good job. Good job, well, Craig. Uh, let's hear this. Yeah. You guys learn anything today? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm learn how to run from Seth. Craig Biggio's got a noodle arm. I love this banter. <laughs> yeah, the banter, the small talk is tremendous. Yeah, who's, who's your favorite baseball player? He's going to be up there pretty soon. He's only played a couple of years. Wait, who did he say? I, I can't. I, I think he's the only one, Mike. <laughs> Larry Bowe was still alive. Yeah, yeah. He was some player. He's like the Phillies bench coach or something. Oh, is he really? Oh, man. Let me tell you something. That was, was that not hilarious? Should we try and get Larry Boa on the show? Oh, God.
God, that would be great. And hey, Larry, Craig you remember this? <laughs> and Craig Biggio. Larry, remember the time you lied that, he, that, 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 that Biggio threw this kid out? Well, this kid is not a lead producer of Play.it. Okay? What, what have you done? Yeah. Who have you stole on? Apparently, we're going to hear from the legendary uh, Seth Wheels KFJ Nyman uh, in a little while here on the Taz Show. We're going to get the backstory. Uh, it was funny. Before the show, uh, Seth contacted us, and I said to Dennis, I said, yeah, Seth wants to come on and tell us the backstory of <laughs> of what happened. And Dennis said, uh, why do we need his back? Let's make up our own backstory. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was funny. Oh, my Lord. That was just tremendous. Because he's going to come on and he's going to be like, I know you guys are burying me, but I just want to set the record straight. I stole on him fair, clean as a whistle. But uh, to Ant's point, that lead, yeah, that was a big, you know, so the, base, lot, the base is 90 it's feet. 90 feet, yeah. When you're starting at 75, it's a I little was, bit of a head start. Well, dude, I understand what, what you guys are saying. You expect it to be handled like a major league play. It's a fantasy. You would think that this guy, Biggio, is going to throw out Seth. When I saw this video, this footage, when it finally got in my hands, I was like, oh, Biggio's going to gun him out by, you know, a bunch of footage. Dude, Seth was hauling ass down that line. He's He's got short, choppy steps. It's all the friggin' kale and bok choy. I'm telling you, that's what it is. And the quinoa. Quinoa. A man who does not eat quinoa. And we are talking about the one and only Willie Chuck from Toledo, Ohio. Willie Chuck, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, Haas? Uh, what up, Taz? How you doing, buddy? That was priceless. Was that not I hilarious? Have... Did you watch it or you heard it? I, I watched I both. I, I, I'm like, I got... I was trying to get you guys to not, like, there's a 20-second delay on the phone and the thing. Oh. So I'm, like, watching the video, and I'm, like, trying to get, I'm, like, oh, I hope they don't go to me before this <laughs> ends. It was great. Dude, how funny was that shit? Oh, my God. That I was priceless. Dude, how, he's faster than I thought, man. He, and Biggio, oh, my God. Biggio was probably throwing it at 80% thinking, like, a kid. He's like, all right, I'm no, just, dude, uh, you know, I'll just, I'll throw the started, second one. He gunned. The gu- second one, he started doing baseball chatter. <laughs> Come on, he started doing. He got through his own baseball chatter, and and then it was a lot closer. But uh, Willie Chuck was he safe the second time? Yes, he yes, was he was. He was safe. Ricky and, Anderson likes slides. And, yeah. and I have to throw a flag though. Oh, what you said, Barry Sanders. I mean, you can throw Ricky Anderson out there. Don't compare Seth to Barry Sanders. They're all fast. They all have yeah. something in common. Speed. No, no, no. Barry Sanders had the chops. Yeah, he had like he was uh, left, right, Jones in the in the like and <laughs> four foot. Body. I think, sir. Let me help you. Struggling with the words, Willie Chuck. What you're looking for is the words lateral movement. That's what you're looking for. Yes. 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 I know. Yes. Because yes, I know my stuff. Yes. He could. He could run 18 yards in a four foot radius. Yes. I, I know, but Seth is also his skill is running straight ahead. Nine, you gotta yep. see him run down the halls here. He'll sprint. He'll probably do that. Do you imagine this oh. in, in the office here? Watch me run. Hey, Mr. Palmetto. Watch me run. Imagine. Uh you guys ever see the video of me? Clear out, clear out. We're going to be running bases today. <laughs> Seth's definitely running in his loafers later. I, I would definitely pay to see that. I would, oh. I would pay to see a race between <laughs> Seth and every member of your team. Ah, I'm telling you. That would be my, that's actually a good idea he has, dude. We should do a little race. Dennis, I bet you Dennis you'd beat him. Ant's in my ear and he goes, I would win. I'm very confident that I would win. Hold on, wait a minute. So let me get this straight. Ant, jump in here. You're telling me you want to race Seth Because well, now if, I, if by some chance I beat him, I feel like I beat a Hall of Famer. That's a good point. Actually, I think that's a good point. By proxy. I yeah. think we should get Craig and Seth to do this again. 
Craig. Who's Craig? Craig Biggio. What are you on Who's first Craig? name terms? Like, also, you have like best friends with Biggio? <laughs> Craig. Like, you're just a boy now all of a sudden. Craig, let's get Craig. You don't even know him. Craig. I don't. Stop. I don't. <laughs> Take a leak on your foot. Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. Uh, what do you need here, uh, Will Chuck? How can I help you? Uh, I just, uh, uh, first of all, I. it wasn't a good week to be banned. The headphone Jones. I forgot about that. You were banned. The ban has been lifted. That's right. But it's officially lifted. Yeah, yeah. The ban is lifted. That's right. Last week you were banned. I even tried calling in. Trump really. That didn't work. Cowboy was. Yeah, Cowboy was vigilant. He is like. He's tough. Cowboy. job. Yeah, no, he's on top. He, you try to do like the Midnight Rider, that type thing, like uh, the late great Dusty Rhodes tried to pull off. Remember that back in the day? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so you but, tried uh, to call him as Chuck Woolley, and it didn't work. I did, and mm-hmm. yeah, but but I understand. My my is there my any awesome substance answer? to this call? Yes, actually. Okay, I had is... a question. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I've been listening to weekly wrestling shows on oh. archive from the early 90s yeah. and watching chronologically with the network. Right. Did you know anybody or hear of anyone who gave dirt to the dirt sheets and what was your reaction to them if you knew they were giving stuff like that? <clears throat> Never heard firm confirmation, but there were names, some names that are still around, that were heavily rumored to give a lot of information to dirt sheets. Willie Chuck, it's a shoot. Um, one of the names would shock you, but I won't say it. And um, but again, because it's rumor, rumor, rumor. Um, we knew uh, several of us knew some of these names, and you just be careful what you say to those guys. And and it used to happen. There were guys that were stooges, and um, and, and a couple of them are still around in the business, and a couple of them are very successful. Um, but again, there was no proof that these guys were doing that. So I, I was not, <clears throat> I didn't believe in that. I believe you keep your integrity. Thank you for calling with Chuck, and congratulations on the band being lifted. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I I think I told the story a while back where I, Vince thought that I, he doubted my integrity uh, uh, with someone. I was in a meeting, and then you know, I got into the story a while back, and it was about the Dudleys, and he thought I said something to the Dudleys about that they were supposed to lose a match at WrestleMania because I was in this agent and production meeting and, and, uh, for WrestleMania. <clears throat> and uh, Vince didn't get mad. He's just like, no, did you do this? I mean, you know, but, you know, he, and I got very insulted. So Vince, no, no, you, 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 what are you talking about here? No, and I, I, I'm not going to into the story again, and it ended up that the truth came out. It was not me who told, you know, anybody anything. Um, now, I'm not talking about dirt sheets. I'm talking about the integrity of you, when you're in a meeting sometimes, uh, an agent meeting or production meeting, you have to be careful because you got to keep your mouth shut. You know, and, and it's tough if you have, you know, friends or colleagues, other wrestlers, and you know that, you know, something's going to go down in their match or finish. Or something. You can't say nothing. You got to keep your mouth shut. It's, it's, it's a confidentiality. And, and even more, telling dirt sheets, telling reporters. You just can't get into that um uh you know, during my time well not during my whole career but uh, uh, during the time uh, later in my career I, I i knew dave shearer and mike johnson and and keller and these guys and 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 uh what's his name Meltzer. i i i never would share mike johnson i got along with the best and dave shearer i guess because they were northeast new york guys but 
I, I at times I'd see them or talk to them or even on the phone, but never about business. Like never, and that's the gospel truth. I'm being honest. They could tell you that I don't share information like that. I, I, uh, I can't speak of these other, um, other reporters. But those guys never said, "Hey, do you have any dirt on this?" I've never had that happen. Talking to those guys in my time, you know, knowing um, you know, Mike Johnson and Dave Shearer. So I mean, that they're, they're, they're a lot. They're reporters. It's just players talk to reporters in sports all the time. Coaches talk to reporters all the time. Some would say, "Well, it's the same thing." It is. It's similar, but you got to be careful. Just because players, you know, and there are players who give information to reporters that shouldn't be given, but there are players that talk to reporters that just talk to them. It, it's not even about confidential uh, uh, information. And I think there are many wrestlers that had different reporters they talked to that they weren't given information. You know. And the reporters never, well, the ones I've dealt with never would say, tell me this, tell me that. Do you have information on that? I never had that. Because if someone were to do that to me, I would say, well, you know what? There's nothing for us to talk about. You know what I mean? Uh, because if you're going to just try to use me for information, I, I'm the wrong guy to talk to because I'm not going to stooge nothing off. That's just not my style. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's the deal on that right there. Uh, i got to get into some SummerSlam chatter in a second here. Sensei Sam in Florida, you're on the Taz Show. What's up there, buddy? Oh, boy. Hello? Yep. Sensei Sam, you're on. What's up, man? Hey, good moments, Taz. Good moments, Lumberjack. What's up, buddy? Hey, I've been waiting all motherfucking weekend to get on this one. Uh, dude, and, and his Yeah, but you can't, you, can't, you can't drop F-bombs like that, my friend. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, and, and his so-called black belt. Oh, my God. Y'all have me rolling. Yeah. The picture. Yep. The picture. Oh, my God. Um, You know... He, how old was he in that picture? He was, like he was 17, 17 years old. If we have the picture again, we can fly. He was 17, yes. Oh, No, wow. no, he, he, was, no. Uh, he was, I don't know, he was probably, I don't know, he, you know, fourth grade, something like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, it took me a long time to get a black belt. So, um, you know, there's these things called uh, McDojos running around to just be taking people's money and giving kids black belts. Yeah. And just destroying the integrity of everybody's art. Yeah. Um. But I do know that there are. I remember my son was younger, and and he can he he was he trained in different jujitsu and judo dojos when he was little, and uh, then he veered away from it. And I remember there were some younger kids that were black belts, and these were legitimate dojos. So there are some kids, sensei Sam, that get uh, black belts at young ages that aren't just clip joints, though. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Yeah, but um. I, I remember you asked him what's the difference between traditional karate and, and taekwondo. And right. He, he kind of got it mixed up. Well, he didn't even um, know what, what the, the two different countries, that the, one was a, a Japanese art and one's a Korean art. He didn't even know that. Yeah. But, hey, do you want to uh, defend uh, yourself here? You're getting ripped. I do. I'm getting ripped for no reason. First of all, I did say what the difference was. Second of all, I was the youngest in my class, and I did have a legit black belt. No one sensei. Says. We don't even know if you're a sensei. Ooh, wow. Oh, wow. There it is. Oh, well, oh, everybody's huh? everybody's welcome to my dojo, and I'm like, full of piss and vinegar. Five seven. He he said, uh, "Where is your dojo at?" Or Orlando, Florida. Well, Ant, if we have to fly you down there, and you got your gi still right, Ant, we can fly you down there. <laughs> I will put my gi on. It might look very unflattering, though. It might. And uh, <laughs> Sensei Sam, you your art of choice is what? I can't recall what you uh, what are you a oh, master I train traditional Japanese Shotokan Karate. Now, mm -hmm. here's the deal. Yeah. Taekwondo, not a lot of people would know this because you got to do your history. Taekwondo came from 
Shotokan from Japanese. Mm. Now, it was not really called Taekwondo. Um, the man that came from Korea and learned um, Shotokan Karate, he went back to Korea, and um, the Koreans didn't like it. It was like, well, we can't have a Japanese. So he, had his own, he became his own art, yeah. Yeah, they called it Tang Sudo. Okay. Now, Tang Sudo is the closest thing to the Japanese art of Shotokan. But Taekwondo came from Tang Sudo as the sport Olympic version that we know as that we know today. Taekwondo, correct. Now, Anthony, and I'm sure you know all of this. Thank you for calling Sensei Sam. And you knew all of that, correct? I did not know the naming part of it, but I do know the history of it. I just, I'm like so disappointed that no one believes me. Well, it's... Uh, I cried a lot this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you did. Um, uh, on that note, I'm going to break. Uh, so uh, on that note, yeah, come back from break. One hour down, one hour to go. Take some calls. We're going to talk about SummerSlam for a good chunk of the rest of the show. Give some thoughts, opinions of what, what could potentially happen. Tad Show, Monday edition. Uh, very busy. Sit tight. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey guys, recently, check this out, man. Lee Bryce, he performed at an exclusive show for veterans and their families at the Intrepid Spirit Center in Virginia, hosted by Napa Auto Parts. Intrepid Spirit Centers are being built to help veterans across the country, all due to the help of the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund. Napa Auto Parts is a proud supporter of the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund, and they have helped to raise millions of dollars that contribute to building these facilities to better the lives of veterans. How awesome is that? And guess what? This is the cool part. You can help also. So all you got to do is real easy, guys. I want you to do this. Go to... NapaOnline.com. That's N-A-P-A Online.com to buy your T-shirt today and receive a free download of Lee Bryce's new song, Boy. All donations go to the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund. All right, we're back here. One hour down, one hour to go. Taz Show, Monday edition. Very busy show. Uh, we did some spitballing with sports earlier. I handled all of that. Showed you the hidden footage of our beloved Seth Totally embarrassing and punking out uh, Craig Biggio, MLB, Cooperstown, uh, Baseball Hall of Famer himself, the great Houston Astro Long Islander, Craig Biggio, Larry Boa, acting like a weirdo and lying that Seth was out when he was safe. Not once but twice. He did that. I'm going to give him some SummerSlam chatter in a second. But without further any further ado, we have a guest on the phone. And it's um, <coughs> the man they call... Paul Ass Jones, the man they call Wheels, the man, the man they call Step One Two, Step Two Two, the man they call Quick-Footed Ricky Henderson. Who? He's Tony Dorsett-esque, like Lance Swan but different. He's quicker than a hiccup, as Jr. would say. Yes. They call him the KFJ. Well, not anymore. We flat out just call him. Quickfoot City Jones. That's him. It's Seth Nyman on the Taz Show to talk about punking out Craig Biggio 
University of Tampa extraordinaire. The Tampa Boilermakers are so proud of you. Is that the mascot there, Seth, the Boilermakers? No, they're the Spartans. <laughs> Spartans! Oh, dude, I tell you, I mean, I was telling uh, Dennis during the yeah, during the show here that uh, you're a really good athlete and you've always eat, eaten good and stuff, and I'm very proud of you. And uh, I didn't realize how fast you were and uh, how much hair you could actually grow on your head. You had a lot of hair back then. Oh, dude, miss it. I missed the hair. More, more importantly, why in the F were you wearing sweatpants in Tampa? Oh, I don't know, dude. I, don't know. I, 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 they wanted to said uh, I didn't know what I was going to do there. Uh, one of my uh, classmates said, "Hey, we have some volunteers. Went to Philadelphia Phillies spring training, and I showed up. I don't know. I put sweatpants on. I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. You, you know how to run. I mean, uh, were you nervous? In <clears throat> um, the ham me up, ham up thing is Larry told me he goes ham it up. Okay, I'm going to ask you. Larry, first name basis with Boa. I yeah. love it, Larry. Larry, Larry told me to ham it up. So yeah, I but, it up. yeah, Larry, Larry, uh, Larry's a good director. Uh, so um, here's the thing, though. He did not expect you to be that fast, and, and you were safe the second time, by the way. That's what they told me. Yeah. You know, it was just weird. I thought once they did that and I filmed it, I was like, oh, they're just going to cut out the part where I, <laughs> I clearly killed them. And then no. they showed it on TV. They showed the whole thing. My now, goodness, they showed the whole thing. Uh, why are you talking to yourself like that? Yeah. <laughs> Anthony was making fun of you, saying that you only be able to do that because the big giant lead you had in the pitch didn't hold you on. Well, I didn't. I, that was my rule, so I just took a lead. He told me, I don't know if you guys heard it, the second time he goes, that's enough. He told me to stop leading. <laughs> I did actually hear him say that. How many times have you watched this, Seth? Let's be honest, 60, 70 times? Oh, a day. <laughs> <laughs> my life's been all downhill since then, you know. Oh, that's yeah. the highlight of my life. That's true. I mean, Dan, you know, Dan, I, you know I, I talked to my friend Kurt Schilling. He told me Kurt that, video is, the reason, that video is the reason Craig Biggio couldn't get in the Hall of Fame the first time. Oh, that's. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked he got in at all. I mean, you, geez, you ate him up, dude. I mean, he had to move to second base because of that. Yeah, he did have to move right, to second exactly. base. Thank you, you, Dennis. You had a reason, actually, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of reminded me uh, a little bit of um, like a Mookie Wilson type. You remember Mookie Wilson from the Mets? Of course I do. Yeah, you were kind of like that. You were you're definitely Ricky Hendon, Henderson-esque. Head first Mookie slide. Hit the ball. Yeah. Mookie hit the ball and went under Bill Buckner's legs. Uh, that's right. World Series Jones. That's right. First base, Boston Red Sox. They're still crying and bitching about the Red Sox. Uh, <laughs> that's right. We got the Subway Series you know, coming up here with the Yankees and the Mets, and I'm wondering maybe you should go down and uh, – if they did this again, I mean, because you're probably in better shape now than you were then, you probably could still run this way. Mm. Will you stop? Maybe. 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 <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. I missed it. Yeah, you're so proud of yourself. Hey, uh, yeah. Well. Yeah, real quick, though. Behind yeah. the scenes, I, so I, I took place in a couple other shows where I was like, uh, you know, I threw the pitch. There's some kid wanted a bunt on Chris Sabo, stuff like that. So I'm warming up pitching, and Roger McDowell comes over, and he just looks at me and goes, you suck. <laughs> and he walked away. <laughs> so that was good. Uh, Former man. Wait, do you have that footage? Do you have that footage? No, nah, there's no footage. It was just we're just there doing the you know. Doing <laughs> you thing. suck. Yeah. And uh, the other one was Lenny Dykstra's in the dugout oh. talking about how he just dropped three grand to the groundskeeper playing tennis. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. True, true story. I love how, how Seth has all these old baseball stories. You know, like he's an old crony on the road traveling, you know, like with the players. You're like one of the guys, you know? No, nah, I was spring training two days. That's it. 
But, dude, I'm telling you, you had the mad hops, as the kids are saying. You could run your ass off, run like the Dickens. I mean, uh, really, I was very impressed. I did. I thought you were going to get gunned out right away by Biggio, but I'll tell you why. It was very impressive, um, and you are impressive. Good morning, Hebrews and Shebrews. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Not, yeah, not, not bad for, you know, my, my people, my tribe. <laughs> I hear you. Is there anything else of substance you want to add, Seth, or you're good? Yeah, uh, Joe Girardi sucks. Jesus. Yeah, you're feeling that yesterday, huh? Well, I think well, well, Chapman's going in there throwing mad gas, yeah, 102 right. miles an hour. The guy. Girardi gave up. You just touched the ball the with run. the bat. The ball's going to jump off that bat like crazy anyway. But the point is, your closer's not pitching well, so you don't try to straighten him out in August against a first place team. You straighten him out in May. Who you so want him to put out there, dude? The guy was throwing so hard. Who well, sucks? He, yeah, but he wasn't as wild as he was on Friday. I saw him pitch on Friday. He looked horrible. The result, the result was worse, though. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, leave Batances in. He threw 12 pitches. Well, yeah, listen, you're, you're, you're stealing on Hall of Famers. Who might argue with you? I mean, I'm going to be right. honest. I mean, you... <laughs> I'm a baseball expert. <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh one, other, I got one other thing. Yeah, though. what is it? I, I was in the beautiful town of Newburgh yesterday. No. no. Come on. Dude, that's a lot. You would, have, you would have sent me a picture or something. Wait, no. Get out of here. You weren't in Newburgh, were you? I was in Newburgh. I, I, you know, I can tell you why I was in Newburgh. There was a poster of Dennis? Is, no. Match stack? This place is a, it was a dump, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, my girl's like, get out of here quickly. That's because Matt Stack buried them in, well, for the, uh, the Orangeville, whatever he was called, this high school, Orangeville Jones, and they ate up Newburgh, and Newburgh sucked because of that. That's what happened. Been down in the dumps ever since. Yeah, old football stories. We got old baseball stories. The whole team here. <laughs> Guys are all athletes. <laughs> awesome. Ant and his karate. Yeah, it was martial arts. Ant thinks we got senseis <laughs> calling him out, cursing on the air. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I was driving through. All I heard was your voice in my head. Newberg! <laughs> <laughs> Put that place on the map. You know, it was uh, from that area uh, over there, not far from. No, I shouldn't say that. How far is um, how far is uh, Scarsdale from that area? Scarsdale's pretty far from Newburgh. Okay, so scratch what I just was about to say. Close enough. Yeah, Heyman lives over there in Scarsdale. Well, he grew up in Scarsdale, which uh, it's up near Westchester. That's Westchester over there, right? Near, near like Oddsdale, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Westchester. Yeah, yeah. Newburgh's on the other side of the river farther north. One more word and I'm hanging up on you. All right, anyway. Um, is there anything else I can help you with, Seth? No, I love you guys. Did you go to, did you go to lunch <coughs> with the team here? <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Friday. <laughs> Great. Um, just Dennis? Uh, Dennis, Andy, and Pat. McGroin. Oh, Pat McGroin. Yeah, you know, hey. Um, nice Irish guy. Now, did, um, well, I was going to ask you something else. Oh, well, is there something else about Seth? We got we to gotta ask him. Well, I want to I know, Seth. So you are the KFJ. Who, um, so obviously you're on your Mount Rushmore of Jewish baseball players. Who else do you put on there? <laughs> Sandy Koufax? It's just, is there a whole Mount Rushmore, or is it just Sandy Koufax? And you. <laughs> it's and what's you? the guy who played for the Toronto and, the, and Sh- uh, Green, Sean Green? <laughs> I remember, so I was, Hank Greenberg, you know Anthony Ellen. How, yeah, Hank Greenberg for yeah, sure. Ryan Braun. Listen, we're just people, okay? We're just people who play baseball. Just a That's bunch it. of mentions. about yeah. what, what, what religion we are, where we go this to pray. This is true. Okay? I, I agree. <laughs> Mazel tov. You guys are worse than Donald Trump, I tell you. Oh, come on. What the hell? Why would you say something like that? I love China. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, Seth, enough of you. Go. Get out of here. I'll talk to you later. Hey, by the way, what's with your boy Paulie, man? Is he? He's Now he's challenged uh, Paulie Imaginary. He's challenging friggin' McGregor now? Malinaji. Was he challenging McGregor? Yeah, he said on Twitter. I saw. It, I only saw it on Twitter. He said, "Yeah, he goes, I'll put up a winner take all. Let's go. Easiest, easiest money I'll ever make." He said. 
Dude, now you talk to him, dude. Like, what happened? I mean, because he got off the plane, he didn't even know he was going to go like that many rounds, right? No, everything he said was what he what he told what he said to us. Well, people don't I know. What I he can't said. give you I think can't I'm not... any, like private stuff. What? Oh no, I know that, but maybe so people should go listen to his podcast on Play It, right? Well, yeah. If you want to hear, like, you know, he gives you no, he doesn't pull any punches. He gives you play by play of his whole experience there. He said, he said basically the house they put the sparring partners in is in a is like a crack house. Mm. And you know, then what's his face? Connor rents a Lamborghini, green Lamborghini. If you guys watch All Access, it's a Showtime show. He rents show one. He acts like it's his, but he rents it. He he needs to look cool on TV when he pulls up to go sparring. He comes out with these little what's that thing called? When it's a shorts and a shirt, it's a romper. He's wearing rompers. He's, well, like he's the kid, like people, like uh, babies wear rompers, right? Yeah. They wear rompers wear or rompers. Da- p- pampers, right? Well, Connor's the same guy who said he can kick every wrestler's ass too, on top of all the boxers. So yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a little delusional, that guy. He's I know. a little nuts. He is. Paulie said, yeah, he's just seven rounds in, Paulie said he's basically taking care of business. And, and after the seventh round, yeah, Connor goes, that's seven zero me. <laughs> Paulie said, you're not very good at math, man. <laughs> wow, really? So he's, yeah, yeah, he's delusional. Yeah. And he was talking, and Paulie's in the corner, he started talking shit to Dana White. Oh, pardon my language. Unbelievable. Dennis. Unbe- do you believe this? This guy's the lead Seth, producer. Seth, Unbelievable. Seth. It's, it really is. Yes. It's Monday, though, isn't it? We're going on It Saturday. doesn't matter. We're live on the air, sir. You cannot do that. You got children. I, to be fair, I didn't finish the word. I left out the last letter. No, you didn't. Um, no, you kind of said it. Shut up, Dennis. <laughs> you did. You said no, it. No, you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Dennis. Just because you're doing my voice better than me. Stick to right boxing. Like <laughs> uh, look, I have a show to do. Can you, you please get off eating. my show? All right, get it rid of that Seth. Take care. Bye-bye. See you later, Seth. Take care. Shut up. All right, there you go, Liz. Seth, the wheels, uh, Fast McGee. There we go. Seth Norman. Uh, he made Craig Biggio look horrendous. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Ke- oh, Kevin in Los Angeles, you are on the Taz Show. What's up there, bud? I'm good to go, Taz and Lumberjack. How are you all doing over there? Uh, good, man. What's up? I got a couple off-the-hook ideas for you, and also want to not necessarily get into a SummerSlam preview topic, which is more relevant to tonight's Monday Night Raw topic. With. Why don't you niche, don't do the off-the-hooks, we don't have time, and get into your other stuff. All right, cool, got you. All right, now when it comes to tonight's Monday Night Raw, we got, uh, what is it? Got Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks. Winners going on to face Alexa Bush. Right, I'm doing a preview plan. later, Kev. No need for you to do it, buddy. What else you got? Oh, all right. I'll leave that alone. But also, I must listen to Friday show. As always, your show is hilarious. Thank Friday you. Show out there, bar none. Thank you, buddy. Um, <laughs> coincidentally, when I got off shift Friday, I was um. You ever seen Trenton Place with Eddie Murphy down Ackroyd? Back in the day, yeah, years ago I saw it. Many years ago, yeah. I remember seeing Eddie Murphy in jail, and he talking like he a karate man. Yeah, I do remember that actually. Yeah. <laughs> where, well, I watched that scene again Friday night. I just started thinking of Andy. Oh, Andy. Yeah. And you, got, and you got everybody making fun of you over here, bro. What's the deal, bro? You're the real deal, aren't you? I definitely am. It's cool. It's whatever. They're haters. They're all haters, right? Thank you, Kevin, for calling. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make sure <laughs> I bring that shit. I thought he said, well, what was the last thing he just said? I'm <laughs> definitely going to bring my belts in and go and take pictures. And I'm finding everything I can find. No one cares. That's awesome. <laughs> um, that's great. Okay, sounds good, buddy. Do that on uh, Wednesday show. Oh, wait. <laughs> we won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get him to snap one day. Yeah, I know. He's gonna. I hope he just snaps and throws a chair through that window and hits you right in the back of your head. To me, that would be money. I'm just letting you know. To me, that would be great. 
because I, the, all you people on the show are all gluttons for attention. You are whores for attention, and I hate every one of you. <laughs> so that's how this goes. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about the uh, SummerSlam here. I said I would, and I don't want to break my word. I'm looking at the card here, so because there's a lot of matches now, it's still confirmed, right? There's going to be a two-hour pre-show on this thing. That is confirmed. That is nuts. I mean, a two-hour pre-show. I don't remember that ever happening. I got to be honest. My years working there. That's a new one to me. And if it happened, I can't recall it. That's a shoot. I can't. But you know, some of the matches are raw matches. They got Big Show versus Big Cass. I think they've had a good build-up for this. Um, Enzo More is going to be suspended above the ring in a shark cage, you know, which, uh, who was it? And we were talking uh, on Friday, who said, uh, why was the baby face being in the shark cage? It was Mike Johnson on Tuesday. Yeah, Yeah. no, we were laughing because it makes no sense. I mean, he's not wrong. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, So that, anyway, that match is built up pretty good. And the other raw matches, there's several raw matches. Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. I mean, I, I think the build-up for this has been good. Um, you, know, as long as, you know, you got a three-hour show. It's a lot of time. So, obviously, Raw can can promote and build more matches than SmackDown because they have an hour extra. But I do think Finn and Bray was built okay. Um, unfortunately, you can't have everybody in the top, top matches for each brand. I do think these two guys should be top, top, top guys. You know, um, right now they kind of dip down a little bit. Another raw, um, uh, raw match is the women's Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks uh, and Nia. Uh, so that what they're doing tonight? Now they're doing Alexa. I was like, I'm gonna grab my preview tonight for this match. I'm gonna try and intertwine the preview along with this. Did you ever send me the other preview? No, I right? did. Yes, you did. Okay, so. Sasha Banks versus Nia tonight. Winner faces Alexa Bliss at Raw. So Sasha at Banks. At SummerSlam. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm bad. Correct. At SummerSlam. Sasha Banks versus Nia. Winner faces Bliss at SummerSlam for the Raw Championship. Man, I got to tell you, I think you got to go straight full throttle here. And without giving predictions, I'm thinking Nia Jax has got to go against Alexa. Kind of. She's on the climb. Sasha is had the big push. I think Nia, they, they've been building her up. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see tonight. That's why it's tough to get predictions until you watch Raw and SmackDown this week, in my opinion. But just looking at that match. Another Raw um, match is the WWE United States title match with AJ versus Kevin Owens with Shane McMahon as a special guest referee. Good job on the build of this. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to this. I think they did some cool stuff with Shane. <clears throat> in that promo segment with Kevin Owens and AJ last week. I really liked the creativity and the writing behind it. I thought it was good. Um, the other thing is we got the Universal title match is the big boy match, the main event for the Raw side. And I, I assume this will be the main event of the show unless they close with Nakamura versus Jinder with Nakamura as the champion uh, winning because I do think he's going to win. But uh, Universal title match, you get the fatal four as you guys know. Brock Lesnar's champ, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman, uh, if Lesnar loses, he and Heyman will leave WWE. So that's the stip kind of gimmick on it. I believe that came from Heyman. Uh, in the Raw uh, preview, they're saying Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman, and Roman Reigns prepare to face Brock Lesnar for Universal title at SummerSlam. So um, it's kind of vague, right? I mean, I don't really know. I didn't. Look, that's not the official preview. I'm looking at something else. Let me take a peek at the official preview while I do this. 
your opinion from a fan perspective, you think they'll close this thing with Brock in the Fatal 4-Way or Jinder and Nakamura? Br- Brock, Brock, right? The yeah. Fatal 4-Way, absolutely. Absolutely. The reason why I'm saying what I'm saying, just to be different, WWE's tried to be a little different to their credit. Um, you know, if you do close with Nakamura, some might think I'm crazy, but you're ending on a massive babyface reaction in Brooklyn by a guy that's loved in Nakamura because I do think he wins. Um, but they might not feel both guys are made enough to close a massive show like SummerSlam, maybe. Maybe that's it. Um, there's a lot of star power in that uh, Fatal 4-Way, especially with Lesnar and Roman there. I mean, you know, and Joe, uh, Braun's still, still he's, he's a star, don't get me wrong, but he's still not, you know level of those other guys yet but he's so close you, know? you don't think one of the um any of the four whoever wins wouldn't get a huge like imagine if roman wins that's the place is going to go wild but negatively if anybody wins except brock they're gonna it's brock will still get a pop but he's been the champ so it's right. and the step is if he leaves uh, that he'll leave if he loses so you're assuming he's gonna stay i think most fans are assuming that what i'm saying is nakamura and I talked about this at length the other day here. He is the internet darling. He's the guy that everyone loves. That's why. I got to go to break here, by the way. It's late to break. Someone's got to watch the clock. I got that covered. And I'm going to go to break here. Other side of break, we will get into the rest of Talking SummerSlam. We'll be on Facebook Live at Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. I'm Taz. Sit tight. We will break back. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Back here on the Taz Show, uh, fourth quarter right here coming at you. We're live on Facebook right now at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Hey guys, as you know, the support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. The mortgage punk company decides to ask why. They say why, 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 why do mortgage mortgages require paperwork? Well, Quicken Loans answers all these questions and more with Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And get, guess what, guys? The easy part, the cool part is Rocket Mortgage is simple. They make it easy. There's no reason to be bogged down with paperwork and all this other mess in the digital world we live in. So apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently, more importantly. And to get started, go directly to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAS. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan. So there you have it on that right there. And uh, we've been talking about SummerSlam a little bit. We've got people on the phone. we got it's a busy Monday here. we got a lot going on here in the show. We're on Facebook Live, as I said earlier. <clears throat> so, uh, busy, busy. Hey, John in Arkansas, you're on the Taz Show. Uh, what do you say there, Hammer? 
Hey, Tess, how's it going? Good moment, my friend. Good, buddy. Yes, uh, how you been? It has been a long time. You are, I'm trying to remember now, Smoke Beat Jones. You're smoking cigars, uh, making meat in the morning. Remember that? Yes, yes, that would be me. Dude, you were one of the first callers on the Taz show from like over two years ago, weren't you? Yes, and I still listen daily. I don't get to call as often as I as I used to, but... What were you cooking? Um, you were cooking pork chops? Remember that one morning you called? It was early. You were cooking pork chops, right? Barbecuing? Yeah, yes. Barbecued pork. Well, not barbecuing, but just leftover pork chop. <laughs> actually heated it in the microwave. Didn't actually go out there and do the whole thing. <laughs> I had this vision you were barbecuing it. I don't know why. Uh, but anyway, so what's up, man? What's going on? How you been? All right? You good? All good in the hood. As, right. as the young kids say. Yeah, well, kids um, are saying that now. Yep, true. Well, no, no, I'm not that cool. So. Yeah, me neither. What's up, man? So what's going on? What do you want to talk about? Well, first off, I want to send uh, well wishes out to my own personal inspirational hero, the great nature boy, Ric Flair. Woo! Yes, yes, yes. I talked earlier about Nate, um, who's in the hospital, and uh, he's got some heart issues. So I, 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 I assume... Ric Flair will battle through this. He's a tough son of a bitch, and and uh, and uh, say a prayer for the nature and, and and keep him in your mind right now. And with that being said, I just wanted to say, man, I I see a lot of upside in WWE right now. Some of the booking sometimes annoys me at some points, but by and large, I like all the talent. And yeah. I'm really excited about the way things could go, and. I had to ask you this. Am I the only one who picked up on something last week from NXT between the match of Oni Lorcan and Billy uh, Burch? I, I didn't see that match. I, um, I watched a good chunk of NXT. I did not watch that match. What happened? It appears they did the whole mutual respect thing uh, where one guy gets one win, the other guy gets another right, okay. win. Yep. The match. Yep, yep. I think we're going to get a tag team out of this. Uh, could be. I haven't uh, paid attention to that story much. It could be, though. I mean, I could see those two guys. They, I remember I saw uh, just in passing of it, I think they were both wearing, like, black trunks, black boots. They're both kind of bald. They both kind of got a rugged look. They would make a good team. Yeah, and they they're both have that very similar style. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I thought to myself, hmm, maybe this is building to something. It could be. I'm the only one who thinks these stories that I'm hearing of Ronda Rousey, uh doing some training and stuff like this, that this is not just going to be a one-time occasion for her. Well, I heard in, heard in the past she expressed interest to do some stuff, so I wonder if there's... No, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, listen, a lot of these MMA fighters, once they get to the point where they're done fighting or they're getting a teeny bit older or you know, their, their, their time has passed, uh, they, they need to make a living, a lot of them. They want to keep working. They want to keep in the public eye, so... Hey, if they can get, they can jump into the world of pro wrestling and WWE is willing to take them on, I'm not saying that's the case, but and thank you, John, for calling, buddy. Appreciate it. being a longtime fan of the show, man. Appreciate it. Uh, if they got an opportunity, you can't blame a girl like Ronda Rousey if she's got that opportunity. Sure, why not jump on it? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've heard some scuttle about she's training and stuff, so if that's the case. Maybe she's looking to come back. Maybe looking to come in. I should say either for one match, but she wants to be well prepared. She's a pro athlete, so you know. And her, her judo history and how great of an athlete she is, something she, she wants to be prepared. Or, you know, maybe she's looking for the long term. Maybe she's not looking to sign a one-off contract. Maybe she wants to be a WWE superstar. I mean, I think it'd be cool. I'd say go for it. 
You know, I mean, uh, you've heard the scuttlebutt, right, Dennis, about her too. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of murmurs <sighs> that rose. I mean, she's she did the thing with The Rock a couple WrestleManias <clears throat> ago. She's definitely interested, and I think she gets involved somewhat in the near future. Yeah, and you know, we've heard it's well documented with Conor McGregor too. I mean, he's you know uh, always uh, trying to get that attention of of the pro wrestling fan and 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 the WWE uh, world itself. And you can't blame the guy. He's just he's trying to, to get a payday. And that's it. You know, and, and don't think that WWE is stupid. They know that. <laughs> they ain't gonna be just 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 signing anybody that had some fame in MMA. That's that's not that easy to get into the WWE. Trust me. They're not they're not marks. Vince McMahon, Stephanie, Hunter, Shane McMahon. These people and Kevin Dunn and uh, these people are not mocks, meaning, oh, we got a chance to get uh, whatever, Conor McGregor, let's grab him right away. That doesn't work. McGregor, he threw the bait out there for that, and it didn't work right away. Remember? I remember. I do <laughs> so, remember. Yeah, so it, it, it's not that easy. You know, it's not that easy. When I say bait, him challenging the whole locker room or insulting the whole locker room, you know, Vince doesn't get mad by that. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. He understands the deal. He's trying. The guy's trying to get a job. He's trying to get a payday. Vince is not a mark, I could promise you, a mark. Neither are, are the people around him, including his family. They're not. They're not stupid. They're not just going to sign you. So, uh, just because, you know, you have fame. I mean, it's not that simple. So, I was going over to SummerSlam chat. Let me continue with that. <clears throat> I don't remember where I left off, but I know what we're talking about, that main event situation here. So, so the thing is, like, um, you know... Sure, I mean, they could definitely, they'll probably, you know, like a lot of people would agree uh, uh, with the statement of that the Universal title will close SummerSlam, and you, Dennis, were saying the same thing. I have no problem, though, if they close it with Jinder and Nakamura. Um, I do think, you should kind of ask me a question, Dennis, do I think that people will react in pop, you know, if Roman Reigns wins or Samoa Joe or Braun? Yes, yes, and yes. Maybe not as much with Reigns, they'll probably get a boo pop. But if Joe wins, they'll go crazy. And if Braun wins, they'll go crazy. If Brock wins, they'll be happy, but they're not going to go nuts because he's been champ and he's been pushed and he's been top guy for years. <clears throat> and rightfully so, and he deserves it. Roman has you know, been top guy, you know, so, uh, and he's kind of got that heel feel. Uh, where Jinder and Nakamura, uh, Jinder's the champ, but he still doesn't feel like a top guy. I got a funny feeling his time might be wrapping up as as the champion, as I said the other day here on the show, and I think Nakamura will be, you know, um, uh, will be the uh, the world champ uh, on the SmackDown side of things. I, me, I would I would take a little shot here. I close that some bitch with with Jinder Mahal and Nakamura. That sounds crazy, but I would, and I only if you're putting it on Nakamura, which I think they're gonna the title. Um, Ignacio Vasquez on Facebook Live says, "I wish." Uh, they would close with knock. That would be great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I do think fans would love that. Um, I do. I really do. You're gonna. Say, I think you're gonna say something, or you're not gonna say. No, something? no, no. Okay, good. I'm glad. Don't say anything. Get it. Hey, uh, and did you notice in the video? It looked like he was about to say something, then he just was breathing. I guess. Yeah, maybe you just had to take a long, like all the carbs. Could be. Definitely could be. I, I looked like that. I, I couldn't understand uh, what was that. That's why I just paused to let him say something. He's the <laughs> co-host. You have to let the co-host speak. You have to. You have to. It's a must. Co-host has to talk. No need to produce. 
No need to biz dev. No need to run the game as behind the scenes co-host. Um, ooh, sidebar from the um, SummerSlam chatter. So the podcast of this show, the audio of this show, you guys saw I put a video up on Friday. There was a little confusion. Uh, the audio from Friday and video, it was a three-and-a-half-hour show. What was it total? Three-and-a-half hours? Three-plus, like 315, okay. 320-ish. So three-and-a-half for, you know, for argument's sake. So we ended up splitting it, and, and the second part of that audio and video will be tomorrow. So some people were tweeting. I know you handled the tweet, uh, Dennis. Somebody was confused. Why did the show end at 126, right? What did, you, did you reply to the gentleman? Yeah. I said, listen to the show. Right, it explains right. everything in there. Because you, Dennis, did a voiceover in there explaining what, what you did and what we're doing. Correct? Okay. That is correct. Right. So, And for those that are on Facebook Live, if you did not hear the beginning of the show today, as you guys know, there will be no show tomorrow, no live show tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday. But <coughs> um, there is some new content in the beginning of tomorrow's show you want to hear and listen, you want to hear or watch about some potential uh, special, I wink, that you might hear about very soon. And I'm not talking about the big band boozle before Brooklyn. <laughs> Maybe the one after. <laughs> but um, uh, you'll, you'll get some detailed information about that uh, before tomorrow's show. And uh, there might be even an announcement today, as they said, at some point today, uh, about what's happening with the Taz show maybe this coming weekend. Hello? So uh, I think you guys know where I'm going. I'm not allowed to say certain things, so. I'm just kind of handcuffed. That's just the deal. Uh, so, uh, I think I think we need a poll put up. Dennis, uh, you're the biz dev guy. Can you have the social media team at the Twitter account for the Taz Show? And I'd like to get a vote on if people would like to see either the WWE title match close the show, SummerSlam, or the Universal title close the show. I'm curious what fans think. Let's put that poll up. Let's wrap that bitch up to end on Friday. So when I come back live live, I do the Big Bamboozle before Brooklyn. Big Studio Jones with 99.2% there. JR will be on the show. Uh, uh, Katie Lindahl will be on the show. All in studio. Uh, Mike Johnson begged to be on the show. Mike will be on the show. So we'll have a full house. We'll have food from Chef Mike, the generous Chef Mike. Food bag from Jersey. We'll have that. So we'll have a stuff, bunch of stuff going on. And then I'll, I'll read the, uh, the deal. Uh, the, what do you call it there? The, um, the poll. To see if people think the WWE title match or the Universal title should close the show. I think the uh, WWE title should close it. Nakamura should close it. Winning. Dennis, I believe you think the Universal title should, correct? Yeah, I do. At the Universal title. Who they... should win? If not, not your prediction. Who do you want to win? Who do I want the to win? The universal title, yes. A simple question. The universal title. Ooh. Uh, yes. I want Samoa Joe to win. I'm with you. I do, too. I want Samoa Joe to win also. You, But you want that match to end the show. Yeah, because, I mean, they, they've made they've made the, the championship bigger. I like, I love what you're saying, because obviously. Nakamura. Obviously, I love Nakamura, and I hope he does win as well. But you legit, dude. I... I just think, I mean, they've invested, I feel like the the build for, for Jinder and Nakamura hasn't been great. They, I don't even think they've gone face-to-face yet. Yeah, no, I know. And, it, would, it definitely would be. But the build for the Universal Championship has been awesome. Yeah, no, I know, I know. So I do think that, um, 
I think if hmm. and what about you? Where do you want to see close the show? Seriously. Well, if Knox going to win, I would love to see that. Otherwise, I'd like to see the four way. And who do you want to win? Who do you want to win the four way? Just because I'm such a, I, I would like to see Reigns win because I would love to see the crowd just be That's completely funny. upset. That is funny, that, and that would be cool just to see them pissed. And uh, maybe you can get uh, Cowboy's opinion on this uh, on headset, uh, Dennis. If you, I'm curious what he would like to see close. If he likes my idea about Nakamura closing, you know what I mean, and uh, get rid of Anthony. Uh, what is he saying? Samoa Joe, Universal. He wants to see that wrap up. Okay. Hey, uh, Brandon in Chicago. Last call of the day. You're on the Taz show. What's up, Hostel? What's up, Taz? How you doing, buddy? Talk to me. Listen, I got I got a couple things for you. First of all, uh, I got a story to tell you. Uh, like like 14 months ago, uh, I was going through like a bunch of like uh, a bunch of health issues. I was like. I was almost 400 pounds, 390 pounds. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Di- diabetic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Friday, I went to the doctor. I'm down I'm down to 237. Oh, my God. And 237. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm down to 237. Oh, congratulations. Doctor. That is awesome, Brandon. Really? That's a, yeah. man, that's a lot. It's like 140-something pounds, right? Yeah. You know, my, my, doc, my doctor took me off the uh, insulin too. So. Good for you, buddy. I mean, yeah. Did you do this obviously by watching your calories and fat, your food, your diet, and I guess exercise? Yeah, yeah. A lot of hard work, right? Not easy. <laughs> well, good for you, buddy. I, you must feel like a different, a different person, a different. Jeez, that's unreal. But it's crazy because like like people people that that know me, they they notice the the weight loss. But I still feel fat, so I'm like, right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Now I hear you. That's how Dennis is. When Dennis loses weight, he tells me all the time because he still feels fat. I said, "Don't worry, you still look fat, Dennis. It's okay." Uh, <laughs> Truth hurts. Yeah, I just say maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good, Brandon. Man, I, I, I'll tell you what, bro. I'm happy for you, bro. Congratulations, seriously. All right, look, one more thing. Yeah. Uh, if 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 Dennis if voice at work. Say it again. Whose voice? Dennis. I mean, this, uh, Anthony, uh, Anthony, Anthony, no, bro. And is your voice at work? <laughs> no, I had people tweeting at me like, "Do you fake your voice?" <laughs> <laughs> he's got some. What? I said, Anthony, all weekend on Twitter. <laughs> that's funny, Brandon. Well, I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, and again, congratulations, man. That's uh, that's impressive. Hundred and forty something pounds in like 13, 14 months. That's insane. Good for him. Wow. That's awesome. Good That's for you, crazy. Brandon. That really is. That is uh that is nuts. You could never do that, Dennis. Ever. What a motivational speaker I am. Hundred and forty pounds in a year? A little over a year. If you were hundred and forty pounds mm-hmm. lighter, you'd be two ninety? Just about. <laughs> Plus or minus. No, Fifty sure. or sixty. Yeah, yeah. Right around good. there. <laughs> <laughs> No, that guy deserves uh, definitely a round of applause. That That is impressive. That is impressive. Really. Jeez. Man, if I want to drop 20 pounds, it's a bitch. He basically just lost Seth. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we could lose Seth. <laughs> hey, uh, people on Facebook Live, I, I hope a lot of you guys saw the, the hidden footage of Seth uh, destroying a uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Famer in Craig Biggio. Uh, stealing, jeez, uh, stealing second base from back in 1960. That footage I think was from. 
with Seth wearing big, heavy-ass sweatpants. I can't believe it was in Tampa, color. In the Tampa heat. Unbelievable. Mm-mm-mm. Rocky Patel. I remember the rock. What happened to Taz Tube Jones? Nothing. Nothing. It's still there. I just, I, I'm, I'm kind of busy doing a lot of other stuff. Rock, like, <laughs> over 10 hours a week here. And uh, keeping my, all my other social medias rocking and doing so much other stuff and trying to see what's going on with the show for the future and see where it will be and do other stuff with, um, you know, with, uh, with the Big Bamboozle. I've been rocking with that. Even before that, other st- I mean, I got, there's a lot going on that you guys don't know. So sorry, I have not done anything with my YouTube page. But I think uh, I've been giving a lot of live content on Instagram now at Taz Talk. I, I did a live bit on there before I went live today. Uh, you know, so I, I, I know you're not complaining, Rock, but I got to <laughs> tell you, I, I, you guys, I'm just being frank. Uh, I, I, I don't deserve an award. I don't need you to kiss my ass. Uh, I don't need you to suck up to me. I don't need anything like that. But I will tell you this. I dare you triple dog dare you find somebody who's giving out more content on so many different platforms than me and not charging a effing dime for it <laughs> so um really it's you know and i know you don't mean nothing by it rock i know you've been a long time fan of the show and and i'll try my best to get something rolling on that that task tube jones on my youtube thing but just just having that time to do anything with it i do have a family too uh, I do, you know, and I, I, you know, I do have, uh, I, I, I love being with my family. I love being home. And so I do have, it's summertime. It's busy. I've been running around. I've got a lot going on. Um, I got some business meetings are coming up. I'm having surgery soon. I've been going to doctors, I'm having surgery next week. Actually, I got to go today. Uh, later on today, I got to go to a doctor to get some pre-op testing done before I have the, te- uh, the surgery. I mean, I got a lot going on here, man. I mean, so I, I just, you know. I know you didn't mean nothing by it, Rocky. Trust me. It just you opened up a little can by saying that. Just to tell you guys information. You know what I mean? Um, you know. So, uh, it's a deal here. So, um, Sundeep Prakash says, Thank you for all you do, Taz. Thank you, Sundeep. I appreciate that. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. And, you know, uh, one day soon, maybe, several months down the road, things will slim down a little that might happen that might happen you're still going to get what you get from me but you can, might get it in a uh, trim some fat off of it i'm just telling you guys give you a little hint uh also today as i said earlier you're going to get some information about something that might be happening that's kind of special hello yes uh right around uh, after SummerSlam. hello so keep your eyes peeled to the social media and during raw tonight there'll be maybe something that goes out while Raw's on TV and stuff like that. So all of you people that are thanking me for the content and everything, much appreciated that you guys support me. So that that in itself is uh, very kind and very nice. And I know you guys have a lot of options to listen to, uh, not just sports content that I give, but wrestling content. So there's a lot of places and podcasts, and you guys don't just listen to my show. You listen to a lot of those shows too. But what I do is I think a lot more than a lot of people do, and that's not why I do it. But it's just CBS likes me to do a lot because they want me to do a lot because the numbers are very powerful on every platform. So they want that to keep rolling because it's good for business, and it's, uh, I fill that void for them. And I appreciate them you know, having my back and giving me the opportunities they give me. 
You know what I mean? So um, Raw tonight um, should be pretty good. Uh, the go home for SummerSlam. So uh, we talked a little bit about some of the stuff on that. So we shall see what they do. They got some. Uh, they're in Boston, so that should be good. They got every woman for herself. Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Two superstars meet Monday in a win-and-you're-in match with the victor earning a date with Bliss in Brooklyn. A typo here? It says Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Isn't it Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax? Yeah. Where? Well, I don't know. It says Raw Preview. That's, uh, I, 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 someone sent me an email. Uh, Joe is going to get you. They go playing off the Joe's gonna kill you thing. Who was the first one to have? Ba 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 is gonna kill you. La 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 is gonna kill you. Where did that start in the business? <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. Will you stop? Anyway. Hey, do you know Taz, by the way. Anyway, uh, so we'll do that. Miz the opportunity. Uh, Brock Lesnar turned the Miz and his Miz Taraj, I should say, into lunch meat this past Monday on Miz TV. But lost in all that commotion was why the awesome one held Raw hostage in the first place. He wanted another piece of Jason Jordan, Mm-mm-mm. who embarrassed him the previous week on his signature talk show. So we'll see what happens with Jordan and uh, Miz, I guess. They're telling us, face your fears, Finn Balor, uh, Bray Wyatt stuff, uh, brothers on the mend. So we shall see what happens. This is the whole Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose stuff with Cesaro and Sheamus uh, going into all this jazz here. So the lunatic fringe is hanging. How will Ambrose attempt to save face? And will the former Shield mates finally reunite? So as we saw last week where it looked like Dean wanted to reunite and then now Seth takes the powder on him. So, you know, they're, they're, they're keeping you hooked on that, I guess, if you're a fan of Dean Ambrose and or Seth Rollins. So. That's the deal. All right, so we kind of slowly segued into a fifth quarter, but we uh, are going to wrap up here. And I will be back live, okay, live, live, on Friday. So a few days, we'll not be here. And we'll do the Big Bamboozle for Brooklyn. And we should definitely, uh, getting confirmation, be in that big studio. Now, hopefully there's no tech issues because we've never broadcast live out of there. Are you guys going to test this out, Dennis, during the week here? I'm assuming. Yeah, we're. Uh, Make sure some of the guys behind the team are. The engineers are doing a great job so far. Okay. First things first, they're doing uh, all, they're doing awesome, oh, and good. they've been, they're very accommodating. So. All right. We're. As long as they know what the frig they're doing, I mean, I don't oh, they do. Accommodating. As long as they know, they, you know, I mean, there's some new people running around here. I don't know some of these people. No, we got the uh, <clears> the <throat> A squad on this one. So, um, anyway, so that'll be Friday where we'll have Jim Ross live in studio for the first time ever on a Taz show in person in studio. He's been on the show many times, not in person. As I said, Kate Lindahl will be live in person in the studio, and uh, Mike Johnson will also be on the show. Uh, can all you fans let Mike know there's no Taz show tomorrow? Um, or maybe we shouldn't tell him that he tries to get on Skype. That'd be funny, because Dennis won't do it, so you guys got to do it. So if you guys can let him know. You know, well, someone will let, Dennis, someone will let him know, right? <laughs> if, if fans just tweeted him, hey, Mike, don't bother showing up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's won't be there. Um, but he could come on Friday. But I think it would be fun if he's not on a security list for Friday. That would be great. If big heavy man downstairs like, you can't come in. We can, we can have that arranged. So we'll have a full house all together on um, Friday's Big Bamboozle. Live, live, Taz Show, 7 a.m. But tomorrow, watch tomorrow, listen to tomorrow's show. 
because the beginning of there's some content in there, some information you want to want to hear. So uh, watch tomorrow's show. Uh, we're going to tape some stuff. I will tape some stuff, and you guys can check that out. So everybody on Facebook Live, thank you guys on there. Uh, Gibbic Chat, thank you. And Twitter, thank you. For everybody who supports the show immensely, uh, share the show, like the show, subscribe to the show, spread the word of the show. Keep it hot, as they say. I'll miss you guys until uh, Friday. But uh, catch up on uh, all the old episodes of the Taz Show at TazShow.com. For everybody uh, here on the team, uh, we appreciate your support and your love, and I mean that. I'm Taz, you're not, and I'll see you guys live, live uh, this coming Friday. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they move. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering